0: I'd like to acknowledge that this podcast episode was recorded on the traditional unceded territory of the Musqueam, tsleil waututh and Squamish First Nations. Welcome to the Initiative podcast where we explore diversity and culture in beautiful British Columbia. My name is Ella and today we have a very special episode planned. I am here with a group of very special varsity athletes. In a sport such as rowing, which features tall, large individuals, run-roll stands out among rowers known as the coxswain. The coxswain is in a unique position and undertakes multiple responsibilities, such as steering the boat, strategizing race plans, and motivating the crew. I'd like to introduce the three coxswains I'm here with today, who will be highlighting their experiences so far as varsity athletes. Sally is a coxswain on the UBC Novice Women's Team and rode previously for two years. She is in her second year and is in the Faculty of Arts. Lizzie is studying engineering in her first year at UBC and is on the men's novice team as their coxswain, and Lizzie rode for five years prior and began her varsity level journey this past September. Anna is also in her first year and is a Vancouver native. She is in the Faculty of Arts at Western University and is a coxswain on the varsity team. Thank you all so much for being here with me this morning, and without further ado, let's get right into it. So, as I previously said, the coxswain has a unique role, and there's so much to it, which is what I love most about being a coxswain, and so I was curious what you all love most about being a coxswain. So, we'll just get going and start with Lizzie. Yeah, um, I just want to say
1: thanks so much for having us, Ella, and I I think my favorite part about being a coxie is actually quite similar to yours. I really enjoy the leadership aspect of it. And I'm also very much a people person. So getting involved with the team, getting to know the rowers, like working very closely with the coaches, a lot of that is super enjoyable for me. And I also really like that coxing allows me to be involved in the sport on a deeper level and gives me a lot like deeper understanding of the sport and how the sport works. Like, I don't know active lifestyles of student athletes and all that stuff yeah
0: yeah that's awesome and Anna what do you love most about being a coxswain?
2: Uh, very similar to Lizzie um I consider to myself to be a very shy person around people I don't know but being a coxswain, you kind of have a different mindset going into it and um just having that sense of leadership outside of I guess regular school or day-to-day life is really rewarding especially you know when you come home with shiny medals (laughs) yes but yeah um getting to know people who have similar interests with you and you know with rowing you spend like a minimum of six days a week with them so you form really close friendships with people on the team
0: yeah 100% I think that team aspect is really important and Sally what do you love most about being a coxswain
3: Yeah, um, I would say my answer is pretty similar to Lizzie and Anna's. I think the leadership aspect is something that's really important for me personally and getting to form the bonds with the rowers. um, It's so great to be able to watch your crew improve as time goes on and know that you are playing ahead in that improvement um, and to be able to watch yourself improve as well. Um, But I think nothing beats the feeling of making a call that makes the the boat go faster and um, that's probably one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah, there's so much to love about being a Coxie, um, but there's also lots of challenges that we face. And so I'm curious to know, what is the biggest challenge you guys have faced as University Team Coxin so far? So we'll start off with Lizzie.
1: Yeah, so I think um, I faced two major challenges, the first of which is like the shift in pacing or expectations. So, like, everything is moving a lot faster. Like, practices are run on a pretty tight schedule. Everyone is, like, really busy with practices, school, and lives outside of rowing. So, everything is run, like, one thing after the other really, like, quickly. And then all the athletes and the coaches, obviously, are all super goal-oriented. A lot of times in high school, athletes are just rowing because they enjoy it or, you know, like, it's just a sport for them to do. But, like, everyone on the varsity team – has specific goals they know what they want they know what they have to do and then coxies are expected to like keep up or exceed the rower's needs and my second biggest challenge was uh, switching from rowing to coxing like you previously mentioned i had been rowing for several years before and i didn't really like cox in high school so switching over to coxing was like a pretty big change like the feel of the boat is different and how you communicate is a little bit different you know expectations
2: and all that
0: yeah um Anna?
2: I would definitely agree with that last point. Um, I yeah also really started coxing over the summer. Um, and I also came from a rowing background, but even then I was very slow. <laughs> like I wasn't good at rowing. And I don't know. I kind of went into like when you're trying to steer or trying to make calls, every time I was kind of like expecting them to be able to read my mind because I didn't know how to convert my thoughts into words, I guess. And um, so there's that but also, yeah, balancing school and practice because that takes up so much of your time. Like, you're waking up at 4 a.m., and then you're back by, like, 8, 8.30, and then you've got to get to class, you go through your day, and then next thing you know, you got to go to bed because you got to wake up the next morning. And that just takes a lot away from your schedule, mm-hmm. especially when you have to travel for, like, regattas and stuff.
0: Yeah. And Sally, how is your... Per, um, how What is the biggest challenge that you've faced?
3: So this is my second year um, coxing um, in university and I think for my first year I kind of similar to Lizzie and I also came from our own background at first and didn't have that much coxing experience when I started coxing at university and so I was really looking forward to kind of getting into it improving my coxing ability and learning as much as I could and last year um, with the pandemic it was really difficult to do that because um, practices were There was a lot of time where coxies couldn't even attend practices because of distancing restrictions. And as a coxie, it's really difficult to be able to form that bond with the rowers, which is so important when you're kind of in a position where you're leading. That bond is really important. And that was something that we couldn't really do last year. And so it was really difficult to come back into practice and feel like I had established a connection with the rowers. And so coming back from that initial setback was pretty difficult, I found.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's that's a lot better
3: now.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think that having COVID really kind of impacted everybody's coxie experience, especially this year too. And also, I was wondering, how has your perspective changed from high school to varsity rowing? Um, Lizzie, you can go ahead and start us off.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, one of the biggest differences was that you have to be a lot more specific about what your goals are and how you plan on getting to those goals. It's a lot like, um, the coaches obviously are always there to support you, but you kind of have to tell them exactly like what you want and what you need from them. Otherwise it's kind of just like, I don't know, You know, it's not very effective. And then I also found that like, you know, in high school, I was like team captain, whatever, senior coxie, senior row So I was often like in the leadership position where people would approach me for like help or advice but then at a university varsity level like everyone is very knowledgeable they're all like they're always like the cream of the crop you know the top athletes from their clubs that made it onto the varsity team so everyone knows everything almost it's a little bit intimidating because everyone like you know they they're so on top of everything but it's also a lot more fun working with them because the athletes are a lot more driven they're more aggressive they're vocal about their goals and aspirations, so you know exactly what you need to do for them to get to where they want to be.
0: Yeah, and Anna?
2: I went into varsity rowing, like, really terrified, really scared, because I really don't know that much about rowing, and, you know, everyone knows what they want in life. They, like, there's so many athletes you'll meet that, like, are headed to the Olympics, right? They have big goals in life, and I don't know. I don't, (laughs) I still don't know what I want. I'm still just here and with zero knowledge, but having to have all that knowledge to guide them on the water and even off the water is terrifying. But what I realized is that as long as you have fun with it, it's not that bad because at the end of the day, like you don't want to be super serious, I guess, at practice, like just have fun with it. So, um, I guess one example is my first regatta. I was terrified because I never really raced as a coxie steering questionable. (laughs) And so at Western, we do this thing called the Western 30. And, um, I mean, I hope I'm not really giving away secrets because, like, all the Ontario schools know that we do this. So it's supposed to be, like, something that gets our boat ahead. But, you know, they've done it for so many years. And I rumor has it Brock even just listens for it and then makes their push before ours. So instead, this is so random, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but I decided I didn't want to call it And as a first-year new Coxie, like, still new to the sport really that's like I don't know not something you should do I guess but I was like no I refuse to call that I'm gonna call goldfish instead just because I was eating goldfish and I don't know I guess it's just really satisfying knowing that when you have fun with it like you can win you can still get your boat ahead and throw everyone off
0: yeah that's such a cute story I love that (laughs) (laughs) and Sally so how has your perspective changed
3: um, I would say the biggest thing going from high school to university is um, just the the attitude um, and the goals of the team, not just individually, but like team goals overall. I think in high school it was very, you know, we were a competitive club, but it was still kind of it wasn't super cohesive in that everyone was striving towards the same thing to move together as a team. I found um, and in a university. It's very different. Um, everyone knows exactly what they want to do. And having that knowledge is a big asset to your improvement and your growth on the team. And so it's really important to keep your goals aligned with you know, the goals of those around you. And I think our coaches do a really good job of um, helping structure that. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a really, a really competitive environment, but a really focused, determined environment. And it's really good for, you know, helping us all to achieve those goals.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so all three of you have talked about having more specific goals and having goals in general as varsity athletes. And so what do you guys want to work on as you progress as Coxies? What are those goals that are specific to you? Um, Lizzie, you can go ahead.
1: Um, First and foremost is steering, of Mm -hmm. course. Steering can always be improved. And... You know, the Fraser isn't always necessarily an easy way to steer on. And well, um, in the new year, we were supposed to move more to morning practices. I don't know how that's going to work with the new COVID restrictions. But then that means, you know, like steering in the dark and then kind of like knowing where the tide is and all that, all that good stuff. And then I think also just since I'm working with the novices and I have a little bit of like coaching background kind of thing. I've been doing a lot of more coaching than coxing. There's like a pretty fine line in the difference, but like, you know, there is a difference. So as the novices are getting a little more experienced and a little more knowledgeable, I need to work on shifting from a more coaching standpoint to a more actual coxing standpoint.
0: Yeah. Transitioning from coaching to coxing, I think is a great goal for you. And, Anna, what are your goals?
2: I think just working on my calls um, and adding more variation into it. So I'm not, I always have a fear that I'm sounding like a broken record, but I want to find different ways to say the same thing. So hopefully it comes across as more effective.
0: Yeah, that's a good goal. And Sally, what are your goals to work on?
2: Um, The biggest thing for me
3: is kind of Being able to have that command of the boat, that's really important. Um, Feeling like um, I have the power to make a difference in the way the boat is moving and, you know, how the rowers see me. Um, Sometimes I feel like I still lack that confidence a little bit, um, and that's something that I've been steadily improving throughout this year. That's something that I want to keep striving for. Um, And another big thing for me is knowing when to... Knowing when to speak and knowing when when not to say something, um, there's a balance, and I find that I often get caught in focusing on the technical aspects of coxing and forgetting to make calls sometimes. Um, It's really funny, my coach, so we will sometimes, (laughs) she'll be like, say something, and then I'll just freeze because it's just so direct, and I don't know what to say, and I'm like, oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing? But um, I've definitely been improving at you know, knowing when to make calls and what kind of calls to make, you know, technical calls versus motivational calls. And that's something I want to keep improving throughout the year.
0: Yeah, I think confidence is something that everybody needs to work on at some point as a coxswain. And and I want to end off with one more question, and it's what are your plans for the future? So in other words, who's ready for Paris 2024? (laughs)
1: I mean, I think I have, like, ultimately the same goal as any other varsity coxie. I mean, cox the A at CU's, right? But, I mean, that's probably a little ways in the future. I think my more immediate goal is to shift and integrate smoothly into the varsity program, into varsity boats from the novice program, and then, you know, have that ability to make the boats faster and just
2: keep the team running really smoothly.
0: Yeah. And Anna.
2: Uh, what I've learned this year is to really just aim high, because, <laughs> um, I mean, coaches back home <laughs> told me, like, I wasn't going to make the team at all, <laughs> or, like, like, the JV team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, we're not, we're, gonna... <laughs> so, um, but making the varsity team was really rewarding, actually such a shock this year, so. Hopefully um, in 2023, uh, I want to make the Fiji team, but obviously that's that's really out there. So we will see. But um, that would definitely be really cool, um, especially since it's hosted in London. So.
0: Yeah, shoot for the moon, aim for the stars, or that thing like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Sally, what are your plans for the future?
3: You know... I honestly don't know what my plans for the future are. I'm kind of taking it one day at a time. Um, I, I did spend last year um, on the varsity team, and this year I went to the novice team, which might seem like a step down for some people. But for me, I think it was a really valuable opportunity to improve my coxing and gain that confidence that I really needed. And so having had that experience last year, I still don't know if you know the varsity team is somewhere where I necessarily see myself, um, but that doesn't mean that I don't have that determination to succeed, and I still want to take the novice team as far as they can go, help them to be the best they can be, and we're supposed to have some competitions this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they actually work out, and I'm determined to win every single one, um, but after this year, I don't know where I'll go. Um, we'll just say I'm taking it one day at a time, and I have a lot of love for this sport, so
0: yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I wanted to, once again, thank you all so much for being here this morning with me. And despite COVID and unprecedented times, I want to wish you guys all the best with your coxing and your racing endeavors. So thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having us,
0: Ella. All right. And this has been an episode of the Initiative Podcast, and we will see you next time.